2: absolute sports betting degeneracy
1: hey everybody arch here and it is thursday max what's going on
2: elon musk said he wants to buy coca-cola so we can put cocaine back into it yes. and uh coca-cola now the sponsored beverage of barstool sports um <laughs> elon if you're tossing around billions and millions of dollars or whatever i i know a podcast that is we have no morals whatsoever we will say we, whatever like we you want us to shill fucking tesla or or the boring company or twitter whatever the fuck you want us to shill listen to some of our sponsors you know we're, we're, we'll shill we're, we're good like just toss us some money we're for sale
1: the boring company or the boring company Boring company. Okay. They bore things. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: They, you know, you, they, they drill. Yeah. yeah. They're boring. Yes.
1: They drill a giant hole and a city throws all their money into it and they get nothing in, res- in return.
2: That is exactly what I want to be sponsoring. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Sex Panther?
3: Oh, my God. You know, we, we've been talking uh, baseball, we've been talking hockey, basketball, we've been talking Elon Musk, we're talking all this stuff, but today's a national holiday. The fucking nfl draft you guys watching this thing tonight
1: no not at all
3: it's no, way no. past my bedtime i'm probably not either
1: <laughs> I yeah that's cool if you're a draft nerd and you like this kind of stuff but i no, yeah, i don't watch it
2: uh, you know last year last year we kind of like talked about like maybe we should have become a little bit more prepared there's just so much going on right now there wasn't a lot going on but we were kind of talking about like the you know um uh, uh, how many people get drafted? How many wide receivers? Uh, we kind of did that last year. Maybe we should have done that this year, but I, I don't know. I, I I don't fucking care. The only thing that that really interests me, because hey, I'm a Rams fan. We don't have any draft picks. First off, <laughs> let's let's just toss that out there. We have zeroed fucking draft picks. Uh, nor will we ever have a draft pick ever again. The Rams will never have a draft pick. There's no point. They'll they'll just sign and trade and fucking manipulate the the, the cap until they can no longer do that, and then they'll collapse. um but I think the thing that watches the Debo Samuel thing, right? I mean, that's that's what I'm kind of interested in. Is a um, rumor has it that the fucking Jets are willing to give up so many fucking goddamn draft picks for Debo Samuel, and the Niners are are you know they're they're not they're not blinking. They're like, yeah, whatever, we're keeping Debo. I mean, come on, if you're getting five, six fucking top draft picks for Debo Samuel, you gotta fucking do it. I mean, and a you guys, player. I,
3: I think they were gonna player in there too. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh,
2: um. Uh. It, Elijah, or Elijah or something. Elijah. Elijah. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Name escapes me. But yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, fucking. Hey. You got. You gotta fucking do that. No play. Like, very few players are are worth like that much. I, Debo's good, and he's versatile, and he can play. You know, uh, the mm-hmm. running back thing. He can do all that fucking crazy shit. But I mean, that's a lot of fucking draft picks. And the way that 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 uh, wide receivers are being overpaid now. Thank you, Devontae Adams. Thank you, thank you, Vegas Raiders for for setting that fucking market there. Now, now wide receivers are going to be paying almost as much as quarterbacks. That's that's brilliant. Great. I don't know how you're going to play a quarterback and a wide receiver at the same time, but good fucking job. Uh, you you got to consider it, right? For for Debo, I would think so. If
3: I'm in San Francisco, I definitely. Yeah. it's a bill samuel himself i mean who the fuck wants to go to the jets right this is what i mean this has been one of the lowest scoring teams since joe namath was quarterback it's it's a shithole of an organization uh so yeah if they, if they can rape the jets and get some picks and ship Debo. i don't i've never understood the logic of somebody wants out they hate you don't want to play for you what and you're so i know you're staying you're work, you've got a contract where keep... Like, I don't get that. If somebody doesn't want to play, get their ass out of there. Why would you want that turmoil? I don't get it.
1: I, I don't understand that either, but motivation is so important. So important. Yeah, if they're not going to be out there for 100%, then you just got to get rid of them.
2: And you, know, and you, and you, gotta, you, got, you also got to wonder in San Francisco, though, like Debo ha- possibly has other ulterior motives to get the fuck out of there. Maybe he... You know, doesn't like the quarterback situation that they have there you know they're, they're transitioning away from garoppolo apparently even though garoppolo is still on the team last time i checked he, he hasn't been traded or released or anything like that he's got he's got to be at some point because i think that cap hit's going to fucking come in at some point they're going to they're going to do something with garoppolo so maybe he's he's realizing that the quarterback that they have might not be the guy that it brings him into the future i don't know i mean i, I wouldn't want to go to the fucking jets if i'm him then <laughs> yeah <You know? laughs> so I'd, I'd avoid that like the fucking plague um but, you know, maybe quarterback situation plays a role in, in Debo's decision. But I think it comes down to money. I think if the Niners came out and said, all right, Debo, listen, here, here's 30, 32 million dollars a year. Debo, would, Oh, I love you guys. I'm here to stay.
1: He finds some loyalty in his heart.
2: Yeah, exactly. It would just magically appear. It would magically appear as if you're on stage at a festival and you get served fucking papers from your, your husband. <laughs> Like Olivia Wilde did. I don't know if you saw that story, Panther. Real quick, Olivia Wilde was was at some kind of festival, and uh, her ex husband uh, uh, Jason Sudeikis, uh, yeah, you know, that got, got her served with child custody papers while she was on stage. Uh, classic, classic. I I don't think you've ever been served papers that way, Panther, but uh, pretty amazing.
3: No, I never have. But I, I can I can see how he's so bitter and uh, vengeful that I, look. If given the opportunity, I would probably do it. <laughs> Given the
1: opportunity, I'd do a lot to Olivia Wilde as well.
2: Well, there is a, <laughs> well, wait, wait, wait. there is that as well. Which, which, no, it was Olivia Munn. Which one was the one with Aaron Rodgers? It wasn't Munn. Olivia Wilde, right? No, Munn. No. Right. Yeah, okay. yeah, it was okay. All right. Then she's, she's not uh, tainted by uh, Rodgers' stink. Yeah. He didn't say marry her. <laughs> What, what the fuck were we talking about? Oh, did, did you have a point about Debo Samuels? Uh, Arch, I'm sorry. I cut you No, off.
1: I, I I didn't have a point. <laughs> we blew past that that, that road markers way back there now. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. Moving on. You know, Elvis Gerback once said when he was playing for the Kansas City Chiefs, he can throw the ball, but he can't catch the ball. He was throwing shade at Tony Gonzalez and, and everybody else uh, on the Chiefs. I think quarterbacks and wide receivers are going to have to be able to throw and catch the ball if this is the way the salary cap is going to go.
2: I think so. I think, yeah, you got to put, and they better be able to play some defense. Yeah. <laughs> throw, throw, throw them on the other side too. You got to be, playing, you know, you're, you're not going to have much fucking uh, uh, cap space left if I can play any players. So yeah, you, again, I think the Rams are scamming the system as it is right now, right? Uh, eventually the, the league is going to catch up. Eventually stuff is going to catch up with the Rams because this doesn't seem possible what they're doing. I think about this. Think about what the Rams have done in the last couple of seasons. All they keep doing is like signing these big players to these big contracts, giving guaranteed money, and then each year just changing their contracts so it fits within the cap so the, the the money's been paid out as as guaranteed money, and then they just keep manipulating the every year just every player so i mean whatever whatever player signed a deal this year I mean they're already talking about Aaron Donald about restructuring his contract they're they're a cooper cup they'll they'll give him a big contract, then restructure that a year later. <laughs> I mean, there's got to be something done about that at some point. Uh, the other thing, though, is, yeah, they keep trading their draft picks. So they have no money tied into those high end draft picks. And why would you need it if you can get an established player instead of a rookie? On a, on a You know what I'm saying? Like they're finding ways to get these established NFL players and not having to pay the higher rookie salaries I, again someone's going the league's going to catch up the 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 CBA is going to catch someone's going to catch up with the rams right now I, I fucking love it i think it's brilliant
3: Well, that's the only team doing it we saw you know kansas city was you know they're keep redoing mahomes contract brady volunteers to you know take a pay cut or renegotiate his contract to get more players but it's been going on for a while i do expect something to happen with uh, the next cba which is coming up here in just a couple years because uh, you know the the salary cap really means nothing if bonuses and guaranteed money and all that stuff doesn't go against it i mean everybody's just going to keep manipulating it it's it's really just it's not real money anymore you're just playing with numbers so i I expect something will be done by the league office
1: brady restructures his contract so hard it forces bruce arians to restructure his contract (laughs)
2: Restructures contract right out the fucking door. Right. Um, what do we got? Three NBA, right? Are you betting all three, Panther? I am. I'm going to bet all three, too. Why not? Ooh. Ooh. Why not? Let's see if we have I, any agreement. I feel agreement. I feel I three agreement. I, I, I don't think so. I think we're going to have disagreement on all three. Oh. All right, let's see what happens. Philadelphia Toronto first came up. Narrative in this one is that a team has never been up 3 0 and lost a series in the NBA. Has a team ever been up three to one in a series and given up that series, guys? Has that ever happened before? I have a feeling you know the answer. I do know the answer because it happened to Doc Rivers three fucking times. But don't ask Doc about this because he will get really defensive because he'll say, well, the first one was an eight-seed Magic team that had a bunch of young players, future Hall of Famer Trace McGrady, that gave up a 3-1 lead to the Detroit Pistons. And that Pistons team would end up losing the Eastern Conference Finals that year and then win the championship the final year. Okay, Doc. Fine. Okay. All right. Orlando Magic. Shitty team. I'm right, fine. Uh, well, how about your other two? Well... Well, you know, Chris Paul was injured for the Clippers, and we lost to, wait for it, wait, wait for it, James Harden and the Rockets. Oh, you lost to James Harden and the Rockets in the playoffs, 3-1 lead? Ooh, What about the third one, Doc? What about the third one? Well, we were in the bubble. We didn't have home court, and Joe Kitch and Jamal Murray went crazy. Oh, wait, didn't you guys give up, like— Like, consecutive big leads in in the final couple games? So, yeah, Doc. Doc, thanks for the Celtics championship. I really appreciate that one championship you brought us. Really appreciate it. It should have been more, but thank you. Thank you for that one, Doc. Um, As for this game, it's hard not to like the Raptors here, right? I mean, they've got home court. They have momentum. Their opponent's doubting themselves. And if rumor has it, I think I mentioned this to you guys, James Harden. Is apparently tanking to get Doc fired so Daryl Morey can hire Mike D'Antoni. <laughs> That's the rumor out there. Uh, Raptors going to be without Fred Van Vliet today. I still like them in this one. I think they, I think they win this one. I think this series goes to seven. $10 money line bet on the Toronto Raptors.
3: You know, at this point, it's not really about the skill or the talent. It's about the mental preparedness, the mental toughness for these 76ers, I've got a feeling Joel Embiid's rethinking his, uh, how he feels about James Harden. James Harden's doing what he typically does. And that's, uh, basically cave on the biggest stage. He's not been a success in the playoffs. And now even with the lead, I feel like the Sixers have their backs against the wall. The Raptors are clicking, they're playing better. They're mentally tough. And honestly, they're better coached. I think the Raptors are the play here. We're going to Game Seven. A money line bet on the Raptors, ten bucks.
1: You both agree, step for step. No disagreement at all. I do think the Raptors probably probably win the game, but I'm betting uh, 76ers because I've already got money on the Raptors.
2: (laughs) 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 To win the series here, yes,
1: oh yeah, a little bit. So I'm going to take the uh, I'll I'll take the 76ers here and uh, future point shaving. Uh, investigation target james harden to win this game
2: <laughs> all right uh covering the points right? oh yeah covering, you're covering the points,
1: points. yeah the, Two, it's one, one? Half, one no, and no one and a half okay uh
2: moving on phoenix new orleans a uh, big question mark in this one is if devin booker is going to return to the court tonight all signs indicate that he might Based on the reports we saw yesterday, um, if you look at the official injury report, he's still listed as out, but there's this long-ass explanation from uh, Woj saying that he could be back today, or if needed, he could be back on Saturday, Game 7. So we shall see. If you look at this line, though, what is it, minus two and a half? Yep. Phoenix? Yep. That doesn't seem like a line that indicates that Devin Booker's going to be back tonight. (laughs) So uh, game time. I I guess game time decision, we'll find out. Uh, My guess is he's still going to sit out and... uh, when needed on Saturday, he will be back on Saturday because I like the Pelicans. I like the Pelicans today to extend this game uh, series to seven as well. They're back home. I know that they got overmatched in, in Game uh, Five in Phoenix. Um, it's game, yeah, Game Five in Phoenix. All right? You know, this is Game Six. This is Game Six. Yeah. yeah. Game six. Uh, so Game Five in Phoenix. I know that they you know, overmatched there, but <clears throat> man, I, I just I, I like the Pelicans here. Uh, Ten dollars money line bet on New Orleans.
3: The injury definitely has helped the Pelicans keep this a series because otherwise I don't think they go toe to toe with the Suns. The Suns do not want this to get to seven. I don't think you want to give a team like the Pelicans any you know heart or any uh, mojo or, or anything like that. Give them any hope. So uh, this is kind of I don't want to say it's a must win, but it's kind of a must win for Phoenix. I think they really need to get this one and get this series over with. I don't really care if Booker plays or doesn't play. They've shown that they can win without him against New Orleans. I think they take care of business. I'll lay the two and a half for ten bucks on the Suns.
1: All right, yeah, I'm leaning the Suns in this one. It's just uh, <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, don't know how this is going to shake out. Uh, I'll, I, I I can't bet it. I, I'm going to lean the Suns. They should win, but. I don't know. I don't know if I have a factor correctly. So, yeah. Good luck with this, you guys.
2: All right. Last one up. So, so far, we've agreed on one, disagreed on one, right, Panther? This is it. This this, this is the See what happens here. A big question in this one surrounds Donovan Mitchell and his availability after getting injured in the last game. But it seems like he's okay. Seems like he's going to play. So, the question now is, can the Jazz push this series to seven? And I'm going to say no. I don't think so. If you break apart this series, the Mavs played three games without Luka. They lost game one at home by six points. They won game two by six at home. They won game three by eight on the road. Luka comes back. They lose by one on the road on a game-winning alley-oop. Then they win game five in an absolute fucking blowout. So I definitely think Dallas has the edge here, and I think Dallas is the better team. Uh, Utah is not that unbeatable team at home anymore. We saw that. They've lost in the playoffs at home. I, I, I think that Dallas wins this one. I think they cover this one. I don't need them to cover this. All I need them is win. $10 money line bet on the Mavs. I think we've
3: learned a couple of things about both these teams through this series. The Utah isn't as good as maybe we think they were. I know both uh, Max and I like a futures bet for a championship odds uh, preseason, but I'm not in love with this team. I don't think it matters if Mitchell plays or doesn't play. And I honestly don't think it matters if Luca plays or doesn't play. He's playing, but the Mavericks have been the better team. And that, that little fallacy that we've kind of gone through all season, no Luca, no chance. I think we found out Dallas is a little better, even without Luca, than we want to give them credit for. This, uh, this is a good team. And I'm in agreement with Max again. I like Dallas here. For the outright win, ten bucks. Are we catching a plus line? I, I was no getting no, a plus line earlier, but no. Uh man, ten bucks on the maps. There's nothing plus
1: with Dallas right now, I don't think. Oh well, is it plus one spread? Might be. Uh Dallas Yeah, they're
3: plus one they weren't getting that plus
1: line <laughs> yeah dallas is plus one so yeah the the money line play wouldn't get you anything i a kiss of death of sorts on dallas i'm gonna just take them plus one <laughs> why not oh god this is gonna be a fun game to watch though today yeah, you're right dallas is seemingly the better
3: team it's shocking
2: what do you want to do want to take a break let's take a break Talk about yeah, take, take a break take a break Talk about you Ah, sure uh You guys know about positive EV betting, right? Yes. Anyone? Anyone know about positive EV betting? It's winning with mispriced odds. You see, not all sports books are created equal. You know, on, on uh, when God created the sports books, He said, "Pinnacle, you are great, and some of the others, not so much." So, as you know, the odds vary from book to book, and and you know, DraftKings does not have the same odds as FanDuel. If you can identify bets. At mathematically profitable odds, then you'll make money in the long run. This is what is called, wait for it, positive expected value betting or plus EV betting. By comparing sportsbook odds, Odds Gem notifies you of profitable betting opportunities in real time. Real time. You'll never miss a great bet. Just like the top professional bettors, you can earn daily returns up to 7.5% every single day. Wow, that's Mm. amazing. OddsJam calculates expected profit margin by using odds from the sharpest sportsbook in the world to find an estimate of fair value. This is the gold standard in the industry. You want an example of this? Go to oddsjam.com. You can walk through an example. View live positive EV opportunities. Use the link in our description. They know you're absolute degen. And get used to winning with OddsJam.
3: I'm gonna bet one.
2: Uh, you uh, are. Yeah, oh I'm, wow! I'm gonna. I'm gonna yeah, bet one. Listen, I've uh, my 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 hockey locks have been uh, pretty good lately. Pretty good. Washington, New York, is that the game you're on, Panther?
3: It definitely is not.
2: Okay. Uh, Islanders have had a rough season, but they have managed to actually get to a pretty decent record, right? I mean, honestly, like I, they started off really shitty and they, they decent decent enough season, but they've been kind of struggling as of late. They've lost three straight home games. They've lost four out of the last five coming. Off the 4-1 win over the Washington Capitals two days ago. Hmm. Can they make it two in a row? I say yes. Alex Ovechkin is banged up. Uh, he's going to travel with the team for the final two games. I just don't think they can afford him being out there getting any worse. I don't think they can afford uh, anyone getting injured for this team. Uh, they, they have the playoff security. The only thing that they could play for, and maybe it is important to them, is to not have to play Florida in the first round. <laughs> so right now they're a point behind Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh has one game left after uh, today's game. The Capitals have another game left, and you want to know what that game is? Tomorrow against the Rangers. So it's a back-to-back situation. I I can't see Washington put you know pushing themselves hard today. If anything. Maybe they want to uh, match up against the Rangers tomorrow, a playoff contender. If they have the opportunity uh, to, to you know, get out of the uh, eighth seed and move up to seven, I just think that they're going to put you know, take their foot off the pedal. Islanders get the win today. Ten dollar bet on New York.
3: See, I think this is a tough game to, to bet on because you don't know what Washington's mindset is, and the Islanders' season's already over, so they have nothing to play for. They could pack it in, save you know injuries for you know nothing for next year. Um, so. <sighs> It's it's an unbettable game to me. I think particularly if Ovechkin sits and doesn't play, maybe I'll lean the Islanders. But to me, this is an unbettable game.
1: Yeah, I I, I would lean the Islanders with you for sure. Uh, I like that little plus line getting smaller, looks like. So you're Mm -hmm. probably on the right side. Mm -hmm.
3: So what game are you on then, Mr. I'm on a lot. I'm on a lottery ticket. We're going to play the lottery. We're looking at the Buffalo Sabres going to Boston Buffalo's won four in a row. Now this is a team that has nothing to play for. They're not going anywhere, but it's a young team that we've talked about Buffalo, Detroit, these young teams that I think they're still looking at opportunities to gel, uh, work their way into whatever the look, the team looks like next year. Uh, And they're playing well, they're playing really well right now. Boston. I, I don't, do they have anything to play for? Are they kind of packing it into the playoffs? I think they kind of are where they are the line is just too chalky to take boston so i'll take a flyer on the sabers uh 10 bucks on buffalo
2: you know we were talking about those games yesterday and in fact a couple of those uh big plus lines hit right uh the the canadians did hit um uh, arizona also hit they won they won in overtime uh vegas lost uh, chicago hit as well so a, a lot of dogs hit yesterday and i think it just kind of shows you down the stretch yeah there's a lot of teams, you know, not really putting in full effort. I I don't know what to think about this one. I, I think if there is a lottery ticket on the board, I'm not sure that this is the one that I would back. I kind of like Boston. The implied probability is so fucking high. And I'm, I'm, I'm not cl- like incredibly close for Boston, but close enough to say that they probably win almost seven out of ten times. So uh, I'll lean Boston in this one. Yeah, I, I'll jump on it with you, man. Uh, why not? Why not go after a lottery ticket here? It,
1: I'm looking at the board. It's probably not my favorite lottery ticket. That's Columbus at plus uh,
2: 248 or so. That would be my lottery ticket of choice. Mm. I, I like the Ottawa one oh. beating Florida. There you go. We got the Panther Party. I, I
3: like
2: that Ottawa one a lot. If you give uh, an eye yeah. on that Ottawa one, look at that line movement there on Ottawa. It's, uh, what was it? Oh, scroll up, scroll up. Oh, Ottawa's yeah. a, a, up, up a little bit more. Right there. Oh, yeah. Open at 230, down to 185, 200, 198 at some mm, books. Mm. Money is hammering the shit out of Ottawa. I, I, I like the Senators as my lottery ticket play. Did we lose Panther? Or is he still here?
3: Yeah, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of fumbling yeah. through through the, the hills here, but uh, that's all I got for hockey.
2: Let's go, to, the, right. let's go to baseball baseball he doesn't have a lot in baseball though so no he does if, if, Ro- if rosie pays him a visit i don't think it's going to be too bad for him i mm-hmm. got a few of them let's start sure. seattle tampa bay uh ta- wrapping up their series this afternoon mariners going to continue their road trip head down to miami for a series starting tomorrow Rays they're going to stay home hosting the twins uh historically uh mariners just had the tampa bay Rays numbers they've won 24 out of their last 34 games they've lo- won seven of their last nine tampa did uh, take game two of the series yesterday I'm um, gonna put Jeffrey Springs on the mound for the open. Uh, lefty just got off uh, the COVID list, so uh, looking to give them two to three innings. Uh, he's listen. He's looked good in uh, relief pitching this season, so you know hopefully he can kind of keep them afloat in this one. Uh, Seattle gonna counter with one Chris Flexen, who historically has struggled against the Rays. Tampa man just definitely dealing with some fucking pitching issues, but lately they found ways to win games, and I think they scratch out a win today. I don't hate. I don't hate the Mariners like I usually do, but don't like them today. Ten dollar bet on the Rays.
3: Yeah, I was looking at Springs. He's he's only going to pitch probably one or two innings. Uh, I looked at the history. So he's opened five times for the Rays. They've lost three of those games. So it's not an indictment on him. He's pitching shutout baseball. Uh, it's just what happens after him with the rest of the bullpen. Like this Rays team, just is not as deep in their pitching as they've been in the past. And I think I've touched on that a few times when we talk about Tampa, I do like flexing and I think maybe I like Seattle, but I, I just needed a bigger plus line. So I'm leaning the Mariners, but I'm not on this game.
1: Yeah. I'm not on this game either, but I'm leaning the Rays with you. For me, they just got, it's just a touch too high. Just, just a little bit out of my, out of my price range. So moral support.
2: All right, next up, Houston, Texas. Uh, Houston has not been a very good team to start the season, but they have found some success in this series against the Rangers. Justin Verlander can take the mound, uh, try to close out the series with their third straight win. Uh, Verlander has looked uh, pretty good, pretty damn good returning from that injury. Uh, same cannot be said for Martin Perez, <laughs> the uh, opposing pitcher. It's looked a little bit shaky to start this year. Houston's offense, we know they're not quite there yet. They're still banged up. But against Texas, I think that they're going to do enough here. Uh, Rangers grabbed that first game in the series, and I think they do not grab another one. $10 bet on Houston.
3: I think the struggles for Houston's really revolved around their offense. They couldn't really get it going, but they shouldn't have any trouble against the Rangers. You know, it's not just that Martin Perez has gotten off to a bad start. I really don't know how if the rangers just don't have anything in their farm system or what i don't know how this guy continuously gets thrown out there he's not been good his whole career so i look i love the astros here i love them enough to uh run line this arch tells me i can get plus 101 so let's give up that one and a half Put 10 bucks on the astros all right
1: got you in kiss of death of sorts i guess if you count run lines i love the astros too uh, so I'm going to put 11 bucks on the Astros here minus the 165. Because the death hit yesterday, right? Marlins took mm-hmm. care of business against the Yeah, yep, there you go. All right.
2: Don't like the Marlins today, but maybe we'll get to that. Uh, last one up for me. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over and over again, expecting different results. The same could be said about betting the Cleveland Guardians three straight games. So maybe I'm chasing waterfalls here, but everything is telling me once again bet the goddamn Cleveland Guardians, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Uh, you know, Panther, you chastised me yesterday for their offense. Well, you know, they scored five runs. Well, 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 look at their offense. They gave up nine, but you didn't warn me. You didn't say anything about their pitching, Panther. Just that their offense sucked. My bad. <laughs> in theory, in theory, they've got the pitching edge today, right? We like Cal Quantrill a lot better than we like Reed Detmer's uh, Angels. Uh, I think I was mentioning this. Mm-hmm. They they rely so heavily on the long ball. They got another grand slam yesterday. But uh, to their credit, listen, they scored five other runs on some solid hits yesterday. If they can keep do- doing that more often, I think the Angels offensively could be uh, one of the best producers in the game. Uh, same cannot be said about the Guardians. We know that they're uh, struggling offensively right now. Their, their M.O. in this one is to keep this as a low-scoring game. I think you know they can probably get a couple runs off Detmers and then after that, uh, just throw every fucking pitcher, every piece of junk out there at the Angels to kind of keep that score down. $10 bet on Cleveland.
3: I Listen, if it makes you feel any better, I don't hate it. but I don't necessarily like it. The Angels are the better team. I don't know that they necessarily uh, rely on the long ball. They just got that many guys who can hit it. And the Guardians don't. Um, So, you know, the the pitching has been decent enough for the Guardians, but their offense still has not been very good at all. I think the Angels win. I just, I agree with you. I think the Guardians have a pitching advantage. I don't like Detmers out there at all. Um, So I'll lean the Guardians, give you some moral support, but I don't like it, so I'm off.
1: This is a game I wanted to be on too. Minus or excuse me, plus 138. This looks like the best line we can get for Cleveland. And that is getting smaller by the minute. So I'm going to jump on it right now. 11 bucks on the Guardians, plus 138 with you, Max.
2: Just so you know, Panther, they have 95 runs scored and 25 home runs on the season. So in counting the RBI that they get from home runs, uh, you're probably looking at 40% or more uh, of their offense coming from home runs. So I think that's pretty significant.
3: It is significant. I'm not saying they don't rely on it. They just swing the bat and it goes over the fence. <laughs>
2: All right, what else you got? That's it for you. I
3: got maybe I'm gonna pull a Max here. It's not necessarily chasing waterfalls, but uh, kind of like how well, the Mets bit me in the ass and I stayed in a series too long. I'm gonna stay in a series too long again. The fish, I don't know if the fish have been good to me, or if you just want to say the nationals have been good to us, because the nationals suck. The Cincinnati Reds suck, they Baltimore Orioles suck, and Patrick Corbin's gonna take the bump, and he really, really sucks. So I like the fish to get the
2: sweep. Uh, give me ten bucks on the Marlins. absolutely hate this one. I alluded to it before. I'm definitely off this one. The line getting much much better for Washington. Something's fucking up with this one. I am staying off, but I got my money in this series. I hit two on the Marlins, and I'm gonna bow out. Good luck, Panther. Bye. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm not crazy about this one either. man. you gotta think the way things are going. Everyone would be hitting the Nationals and it would be getting you know getting better for them, but it's getting worse. So, I don't know what the early morning money is doing, but it it doesn't look like they're betting the uh, Marlins here. So, I'm off this game.
3: So, uh, look, I've only got the two games. That's all I got.
1: That's it? That's all it. All right. So, we are scrolling down... Down here, we are going to Toronto. Uh, the Blue Jays are minus 155. I like it. I, I, I'm i not afraid of a line moving the wrong direction. I think the Blue Jays take care of business against the Red Sox. I'll put my 11 bucks on it to show I'm serious.
2: Yeah, it's, it's definitely trappish because uh, all the money hammering the Blue Jays Ooh. line getting better for them. Uh, so I, I always hate to see that. Um, <laughs> you know. But uh, that said... I've been on Boston a lot of this series, and my numbers say that Toronto is the play in this one. I I don't like the line movement at all, but Moral Sport lean on the Blue Jays.
3: I like the Blue Jays. I just think it's a little closer than whatever, minus 160, 170. Boston used four relievers yesterday, and Whitlock won't go deep. And uh, Toronto used six relievers yesterday. So you got to think the advantage here is with Toronto because Manoa can go you know, longer than five or six innings. So as long as Boston doesn't get to him, I do think Manoa and Toronto's a play. I just thought it was a little too chalky. So I'll lean Toronto. All
1: right. Um, uh, no, I'm not going to do it. I I mean, it's right on the line. This minus 175 is almost basically pushed me out uh, for the White Sox. I do think they win. I do think they take care of the Royals, but the the, the minus one seventy five up to minus one eighty mm-hmm. pushed me just out of out of profitability in my mind.
2: I don't know where your head's at, but it's 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 the play. It is absolutely the play. I think I like the White Sox here, but again, yeah, chalk threshold knocked me just out of it. I hit on them yesterday. I made money in this series, so I was mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to tempt fate. Uh, White Sox have not been a very good team <laughs> this year. And eating minus 175, 180 or something on them, I just didn't want to do it. But everything seems to be indicating that the White Sox is the play today.
3: I I think the White Sox are the play. But it's a team that you're not comfortable putting 175 or 180 on. So lean on the White Sox. But, yeah, I'm with you. I didn't want to do it either.
1: All right. So we have a few comments here going on. Uh, Iceberg likes the Washington Nationals plus a run and a half.
3: We can oh, okay. both win. Yeah.
2: yeah, There you go. Uh, we can both win. Yeah, it was a close one yesterday, right? Two to one. I think I said that too. I th- you know, I, 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 someone I think. Oh, I think he did that yesterday too, right? I think so. I think he he, he had that play yesterday. I believe. Uh, but yeah, it was a close one yesterday. Yeah, he did not that bad. yesterday and he won. Yeah.
1: Uh, Boston plus one and a
2: half. Yeah, maybe. I, I'm I'm again. I was on Boston earlier in the series, and I'm not in love with them today. But it, the way that line movement is, <laughs> it's definitely definitely looking favorable for them.
1: Uh, I like New Orleans plus three, and I like Utah tonight.
2: Okay. Bam says Luca goes off. I think so. I, 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 MV fucking P right there. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: Mavs, especially
2: if there's okay, no but,
3: Mitchell. Oh, Good. especially if there's no
2: Mitchell. If Mitchell's out, Luca's really gonna have a heyday.
1: All right. Uh, Flexen is one and one with a six point five ERA against them.
2: Right. yeah yeah that's what i'm saying oh yeah i mentioned on the show that he has, you know just not been good against uh, the rays historically yeah
1: i guess yep Yeah, you know in iceberg did say i won with the nationals
2: yeah yep so yeah, there, it there it is there yeah,
1: great all right what do we talk about today uh we talked about the jets they're keeping an empty chair open for elijah <laughs> we uh talked about aaron Rodgers' former beards we talked about baseball <laughs> basketball hockey max that's it
2: that is it <laughs> download the DJ's app for Android and iOS our picks, your picks, everyone's picks on our future owners uh, site, Twitter, at Betting Absolute. no matter where you listen to that, please, highest rating, comment, subscribe download and listen to every single episode, drink your coke, everyone, drink your coke uh, Panther, do you need a game for me before I t- I do need, yeah, uh, I need a game from you man, um I, 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 I don't know I will say, uh Houston, Houston, the Astros Astros,
3: okay, Arch, what do you
2: got? Ah, fuck it white Sox.
3: oh white Sox, you uh, love doing that shit. uh man i think i'll take the kod and take the houston oh wait you took the astros i'll take the dallas mavericks we kiss a death that one so we got both kods in the parlay they can only end badly <laughs> you guys we're hanging out on facebook i mm-hmm. actually uh was chatting with one of our loyal dgens on facebook last night he messaged me and uh so to asking some questions about our betting and stuff so hey facebook twitter but it is Discord. It is the book club. That's where we're hanging out. And, Get and in there and shoot
2: us. We have to fuck. welcome someone back to the Discord. I'm sorry. Oh
3: God, yeah. Like we we all welcomed him yesterday. I almost forgot that it was yesterday. But god D J. Lord D If you've been listening for a long time, Lucky's back. I don't know if that's good or bad or indifferent. But Lucky is back, <laughs> and he's keeping the Discord lit up. He's in the book club. That's where you guys need to be if you want to shoot the shit with us. Get in there. Call us out by name. We will holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're doing today when it's all said and done. kids, it's all. Make
2: some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.